Welcome to Highland Objects, podcasts that take you on a cultural tour of the Highlands and Islands of Scotland. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Highland Objects or visit the website highlandobjects.wordpress.com. Podcast 24, The Fisherman's Genzi. My name is Gordon Reed. so I'm a Gansey knitter, and I've been knitting Ganseys for over 30 years. Based mostly on patterns from that were recorded back in the 50s and 60s, at the tail end of the, the tradition, from the published works. And yes, I, I managed to get about four or five Ganseys a year done. A Gansey is a traditional fisherman's pullover. There's a lot of controversy about where the word comes from, Down south, it's taken as coming from the Guernsey Islands, which used to have a fishing industry, a knitting industry, and there is a strong tradition of knitting from down south. Or in the north, they take it from the Norse word ganza, which is Norse for a a ganzi. But which came first, and which is a corruption of the other, or whether they've, they've both evolved together, nobody knows. So they evolved in the Victorian period, The earliest known recordings of them are probably the 1860s, 70s, 80s. Before then, a Guernsey frock coat was something that's recorded in the Navy, but it probably wasn't the same thing that we think about nowadays as being a Guernsey. And there are some interesting, very early photographs of fishermen near Edinburgh, which show them actually not wearing pullovers, but wearing waistcoats and jackets. They look like characters from Dickens who happen to be fishermen. At some point in the Victorian period, the Gansey as we know it evolved, and probably this is to do with the fact that commercially spun yarn became available during that period, and it was absolutely perfect to create a wearable, hard-wearing, flexible garment that would be suitable for fishermen. The challenge for home spinners, it's very, very difficult to spin five-ply Guernsey yarn. And it's a particular kind of yarn. It's very fine and it knits up very tightly. And it has this wonderful nickname when it's knitted up to be Fisherman's Iron, which gives you an idea of how robust and hard-wearing it was. Again, it's one of those things which you can just see it's an obvious thing for fishermen to wear who've got to do a lot of manual activity in a boat. They don't want to be constricted by a jacket, but they do need to keep warm. So a pullover is an absolutely perfect garment for a fisherman putting out one night, coming back in the next morning with a catch. Now, one of the things that everybody knows about Gansies is the patterns. They are very highly decorated, most of them. And it was the patterns that first attracted me to them, because when I saw what could be achieved by just very simple knit and purl stitches... They're almost like a monochrome Persian carpet. They're incredibly detailed, incredibly rich. And when the light catches them, it's like actually standing next to an illuminated manuscript or a stained glass window that's just one colour. They absolutely shine and the patterns leap out at you. One of the things that everybody knows about Ganses is that you could always tell a drowned fisherman from the pattern of his Gansey. And I've met people who've told me that this is a family tradition, and I would never dream of telling anybody that their family tradition is wrong. All I can say is that there is no recorded example of that happening. And 
people have done research into it, trying to find instances of fishermen who've drowned and where they might have been identified by the pattern. You would think it would be mentioned in a newspaper or a coroner's report, but no, it doesn't seem to have been recorded. But that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. It's just that it's one of those things which is, it's a myth, but that doesn't mean it's not true. What is true is that, particularly in the early days, each community would have had patterns that were local to them because they would have originated with the knitters themselves. However, you would have to say that over time, as the fishermen started to own their own boats, as the fishing industry evolved and then they started to move from the Hebrides all the way around the coast, Orkney, Caithness, Sutherland, all the way down to Lowestoft in East Anglia, people saw all of the patterns that the other people had knit. And so you start to get a coming together of patterns. So you will see the Scottish flag appearing in Caithness or you'll see elements from Devon and Cornwall appearing in Whitby. And so all of these things, there's a great cross-pollination, and it makes it for a very, very rich kind of tradition. So what probably started with individual families having their own patterns, gradually over time became just a huge pattern book where people could pick and mix what worked best for them. As to what makes a Gansey a Gansey, how can you say it's a Gansey? Well, there's two answers to that. One would be... Any pullover worn by a fisherman would be a Gansey, and I don't think you need to be too precious about it. But it's come to mean something specific over time, so a Gansey has certain unique features. One of them would be that it is knit in Guernsey five-ply yarn. The specific yarn spun for making Ganseys, to be blunt. They're very fine, knits up very tight, about eight stitches to the inch and about 10 to 12 rows to the inch. So very, very fine. They're always knit from the bottom up as a tube. So there is no sewing directly involved. Most pullovers that people knit are knit in sections and then they're sewn together. You'll sew the sleeves onto the body or you'll sew the two halves of the body together. Whereas a Gansey is knit as a tube and you start at the bottom, work your way up, When you get to the armpits, you put one half on a holder, you knit the back, and then you knit the front, and then you join them together at the shoulders, and then you pick up the stitches around the collar, you pick up the stitches around the sleeves, and then you knit the sleeves as tubes from the shoulder right the way down to the cuff. So they're very robust garments because there are very few joins, very few places where they could split. They also have underarm gussets which are little triangular patches which are knit as part of the the general body and the sleeve. You increase as you knit up the body and then you decrease down the sleeve. And one of the things this gives you is a lot more room around the chest and a lot more flexibility. So if you're wearing a Gansey with these underarm gussets, you can lift your arms, as a fisherman would have done all of the time hauling in nets, you could lift your arms above your head and the Gansey doesn't ride up over your hips, it stays quite tight. The bottom of the Gansies were nearly always knit with close ribbing, knit to pearl to. And if you look at the old photographs, particularly in the Johnson collection, you can see that they would very often knit this ribbing all the way up to the armpits. And one of the advantages of that, of course, is that it gives you a very close fit, a very snug fit around the body, so the wind wouldn't come whistling up. It keeps it very snug. Very often, traditionally, the sleeves would be short, 
they would end a few inches above the wrist. And again, because of the hard work that the fishermen would be doing hauling nets, they wouldn't want the wool to chafe against their skin and their wrists. So they nearly always have short sleeves, which would finish somewhere between the wrist and the elbow. And then the final thing you tend to notice with Gansies, some of them are patterned all over the body, but most of them are only patterned on the chest, or what is called the yoke. This gives you the opportunity to get quite a snug fit in the body and then do something really spectacular with the pattern for the chest. But of course, it also enables with the pattern to have bumps in the, the layer. The knit to, pearl to, any kind of knit and pearl combination, you'll create little air pockets and the chest is exactly where you need to have the heat most over the heart. So they're remarkably practical garments as well. Highland Objects is brought to you by Expo North Heritage, which is supported by Museums and Heritage Highland, Museums Gallery Scotland, Creative Scotland, Highlands and Islands Enterprise and Historic Environment Scotland.